This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Donald Trump spoke to ag and food groups today on the heels of signing an executive order on meatpacking plants last night. Speaking to reporters today at the White House, Trump said the move broke loose a sticking point in the supply chain. Uh, We have tremendous product. We have ample supply. But there was a uh, bottleneck caused by this whole uh, pandemic, and it it was potentially pretty serious. And I just got off the phone with the biggest in the world. I mean, the biggest distributors there are and the big companies that you've been reading about, they are so thrilled. They're so happy. Uh, They're all gung-ho and we solved their problems. We unblocked some of the bottlenecks. Howard Roth is the president of the National Pork Producers Council and was on the call with Trump this morning. He called the order a ray of sunshine. We as producers know that you cannot just flip a switch and these plants come on. But we know with this executive order and with the guidance that came out on Sunday from the CDC, that the plants now have a way to be able to go through steps to make sure that they can stay open, to make sure. And a lot of these plants already are, have been doing this. They have been doing everything, everything they can for their employees. But this sets forth a uniform and constant solution for them. They know that with this, that they, the health departments that have been harassing them on the local level, this sets precedent for them. But many are still working to determine what exactly the order declares. Multiple sources contacted by AgriPulse said they were looking to learn more about the specifics of the order, including whether or not it actually provides federal preemption over state and local orders to close plants, whether or not plants could still voluntarily close to address the health and safety of their workers, and what authority it gives the Ag Secretary to address concerns surrounding personal protective equipment. For more on the reaction to the order, check out our story on agripulse.com. In the meantime, producers of pork and other products are being forced to consider the possibility of depopulating animals that would have been headed for slaughter had processing plants not closed down. Roth says pork producers will need indemnity payments if they're forced to depopulate. There would not be animals too big if it wasn't for COVID-19. That is the only reason that these animals are not already in the food chain. He says NPPC has not formally submitted that request to USDA, but plans to do so. There's also the matter of payment limits for the COVID relief package. Roth says NPPC wants to see them eliminated. There are farms where that doesn't even cover a day of their expenses. This is an intense, this takes a lot of capital to be in the pork industry. USDA has yet to announce how producers will qualify for the $16 billion in direct payments it plans to distribute through the relief package. But Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue has said he wants payments to be distributed by the end of May. How the outbreak has hit potato farmers can depend on just where the spuds are grown. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Southern growers getting ready to harvest potatoes for retail sales are in a better spot than northern producers as COVID-19 continues. Potatoes USA Chief Marketing Officer John Tosburn says retail sales have significantly increased right now, setting up an ideal situation for southern producers. Uh, Where there's strong demand, all the storages of potatoes from the from the northern states are cleaned out they they're looking at a very good situation but it's a different story for northern producers that grow potatoes for frozen fries in the food service industry they're in a very significantly reduced demand situation and are very concerned about their future 
particularly the medium and smaller size growers who are, you know, this is their main way of making a living, and, and they're very, very concerned. Some 50% of all potato sales goes toward food service. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. The American Farm Bureau is closely monitoring food supply issues as we work together to protect our families, friends, and communities from the coronavirus. We are urging the administration to safely revise new restrictions on the entry of skilled laborers into our country. Farm Bureau is committed to protecting our food supply and supporting our members. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.